Welcome to the Lead Defend Podcast, a show designed to help you grow in faith and leadership as you navigate the stages of young adulthood. We address important faith topics and provide practical life tips, helping you build up your faith as you engage a changing culture. Now, here are your hosts. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Lead Defend Podcast, where we talk about apologetics and leaderships. And today we have Matt Sparks. He's a student at the U of A. Um, and yeah. Matt actually led a couple times at our Olive Street campus doing a little worship about a year ago. We were reminiscing about that yeah. just a second ago. Yeah, yeah Matt's been doing worship for a long time, actually. Um, so, Matt, when did that start? Uh, that started back in uh, high school for me. Yeah. So back in uh, 2016 when I got saved, they threw me right on the worship team. 2016. Uh, so what, what year were you in school? Were you a I sophomore? Was a, I was in ninth grade, so okay. I was a freshman freshman year so yeah yeah yes. i feel like i feel like right now maybe it's just a headset but you got like this rasp in your voice does that come through whenever you're singing you go through that, like, <laughs> no, matt, I just, I just matt literally like kills a, his voice every time oh, he yeah. sings okay. yeah no i do so Kinda i've the, lost my voice recently just shred so. those vocal cords yeah we're actually shredding. recording live at the arkansas baptist state convention and we've had sessions of worship and stuff and so yeah, yeah. Matt doesn't worship uh yeah he goes hard when he worships let's just say it that <laughs> way so yeah it's fair. Hey, so Matt, you talked about coming to faith as a freshman in high school. Yeah. And I want to hear about some of your journey, like folks that really mentored you, discipled you, and, and how that prepared you for college, because you had maybe more transitions than most going through college. Transition yeah. from high school to co- to ASUBB, so yeah, that's right. a two-year school, yeah. and then from ASUBB to University of Arkansas, where yeah. you are now. And so tell us, like, what was it in high school that prepared you for that transition? Who were some of the mentors in your life that prepared yeah. you? Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, First thing, I didn't grow up in a church home at all, sure. so I didn't have any faith background until I got saved. And so when I got saved, my youth pastor, his name is Robert Jose, um, and he, man, he was a rock, a solid rock for me whenever I was growing up. Um, he and Andrew Chandler, uh, who was a, the worship pastor at the time, uh, just really grew my faith, uh, really modeled what it meant to be a Christian in high school. And so I was like, uh, you know, I, I feel like, Despite not growing up in church, I, uh, I really had a great background yeah. to prepare me for college. Uh, so, uh, so coming out of high school, you know, uh, I, I, I was all in church, right, in high school. I was serving whatever I could because Robert modeled that faith, right? Sure. He was like, he was a servant yeah. all the way. So he, he taught me how to do that and how to, to, to really just, you know, have a servant's heart for God and uh, to seek him out. But, uh, you know, going into to, to college, I still had Robert. You know, I went to a community college. I was nearby. Yeah. And, uh, and at ASUBB, you know, I had a lot of opportunities afforded to me. I, I got to uh, be a part of the BCM at ASUBB, uh, grow that, do those things. And, uh, and you know, God, God challenged me really well at ASUBB. And, um, and, and so in that transition coming from ASUBB to the U of A, now that uh, – that was the difficult one, right? Sure. So, you know, everyone's going to have a difficult time where they leave those people in their lives that have been rocks for them, right? Yeah. That have really been a champion of their faith. Uh, and they're going to have to grow their own faith. I had to do that when I went to the U of A because I knew nobody. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know anyone. And um, so leaving ASUBB, leaving all this, uh, I would say, spiritual comfort zone yeah. that I was in, I had to uh, learn what my faith was, you know? Um, you know, so despite having those rocks in my life before i didn't it's not like i didn't have them right i could contact them i i could call them whatever i needed but it was just different living on my own yeah Mm. with my with with god so when you're at the the 
U of A BB, you're you're there, kind of all your ASU BB. Arkansas State would be super offended by that. Hey, listen, I am a I am an implant from from Missouri, so I'm still learning all of my my Arkansas schools. But I actually I went to community college as well in Missouri okay. before I went to to SBU. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so I did a year at a community college, and yeah, so when you're there, Sweet. it's like all of your faith structures are still there, all those yep. influences are still there. You get to to University of Arkansas. What were some of the things that you were looking for as far as where you could plug in to get kind of all the same things that you had left? Dude, okay, yeah. So I think the first thing I was looking for was a sense of familiarity and how I served. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of the first things I did, you mentioned at the beginning, how I served at Olive Street. I looked for a place where I could serve uh, and and give my talents to God's people uh, if only we weren't church. like a 30-minute drive away, we maybe could have kept it. I know. Speaking of, if you're a student um, at NWAC or the University of Arkansas, I mean, First Baptist Rogers is a great on. place to connect. Yeah, yeah. It, is. it is. It's, it's a fantastic it. church. I loved it, too, uh, while I was there. But, yeah, that was, that was the, the, in my opinion, what, what everyone around me, those that were seasoned Christians, had, uh, had pushed me towards was to get connected and to get involved with the mm-hmm. church very early on. And serve very early on, you know, just just really giving your talents very early yeah. on. Um, so that's what I did. Went to Rogers, uh, uh, Corey Epps. You know, he he dragged me in with his baseball lingo and everything like that. <laughs> his country voice, golly, that guy. And uh, anyways, yeah, drug me in, and um, that was great. That's that was that was probably really pivotal for me in that yeah. moment. I did leave right because it was tough uh, where we were, but. Um, and I think so. I think that's really important, though. It's it's not necessarily that every f- first opportunity that you're going to find is the right opportunity. Yeah. But I think the thing mm. that that I love about what you said is is do it quick. So yeah, many, just jump in. Somewhere. So many students make yeah. that big move. They go somewhere new. They go to a university, yeah. and then like it's their fourth, even fifth semester, and they still haven't found a home church. Yeah. Exactly. They still haven't found a ministry to plug into. That's yeah. very true. So, Matt, you talked about some things maybe that you've done well. Like, you connected quick as you transitioned from ASUBB to the University of Arkansas, where you are yeah. now. Uh, you quick, had a mentor through high school that really championed your spiritual growth along, who, yes. honestly, you, you still keep in touch with. You, you oh, stayed yeah. at his house last night. So, I uh, did. So, y'all are just on his tight. Couch. Um, that, that, that's incredible. <laughs> what are some things that you're like, man, looking back, I don't know that I did this best to prepare for both my time from high school yeah. to college and my time from ASUBB to U of A. Yeah. So um, I did mention probably the hardest spiritual growth I ever had to go through was going from BB to the U of A. And I think that's because when I was in high school and even at BB, I didn't really personally have a great relationship with God. Um, sure. It, it, I just didn't have the one, the disciplines there in yeah. place to, to survive on my own uh, yeah. spiritually. So, so maybe like you were, you were surrounded by all the stuff and you just kind of grew because you were in the right places yeah, with the right people. Exactly. I think that happens to a lot of us, truthfully. It does. Which yeah. is, I mean, one of the strong things, like you should be involved in the Christian community so that you have those structures. But exactly. Yeah, what do you do when those structures are taken away? Man, you have to, um, when you got to find community again. Yeah. You know, God doesn't call us to be alone. But you have to you have to find God. You have to seek Him out first. You know yeah. you have to you have to uh, you have to have that strong like that's the that's the that's the boundary right the rock is who yeah. He is and you have to have that before you can have anything and it, it's what opened my eyes to that whenever I left BB left all this comfort um, 
that I just had to have a strong personal relationship with God. What does that mean? Like seeking him out in quiet time, of course, mm-hmm. all those spiritual disciplines, but even more just like really wanting to know who God is, Yeah, you know, because I didn't really know. Like I knew, but I didn't know in my heart, right? Wow. You know, you have, I have all this head knowledge. I've, I grew up, uh, I say grew up from ninth grade to, you know, all of high school. I was taught so many things. I went to lead and defend conference a lot, yeah. right? Apologetics. I knew a lot of th- stuff about God. But I didn't really accept a lot of personal things other than like him being my savior, right? Wow. I didn't accept a lot of things about who he is or, or know it in my heart. So believed it a lot. Yeah. I think that's good. In fact, we just did an episode with Chris Roller that'll be on the podcast also. Yeah. And, and he talks about the importance of asking questions, like in continuing to question your faith so that you can find those answers. Yeah. Uh, I want you to talk a little bit, Matt, about friends. Okay. When you transitioned from high school, I mean, you had a crew of best friends that you were tied yeah, with. And yes, then I did. you kept some of those through ASUBB. I did, yes. And then all of a sudden you find yourself at this big new school and it's different. So yeah. how, how did you make meaningful friendships that would spur you on in Christ? Exactly. So yeah, okay, uh, man, this is what happened. So the BCM, sure. this is my rock for this, right? Uh, I, day one, the BCM had an event going on on the lawn, playing wiffle ball. Mm. I went to it. The next event that the BCM had, they're like eating Chick-fil-A sandwiches out on another lawn, doing yard games. I went to that. And then I went to another thing, and I went to another thing, all with this BCM at the Fayetteville campus and uh, at UVA. And I think, man, what made it so good to grow friends was that I was just with people yeah. immediately. You know, I feel like uh, uh, once one place that a lot of uh, my peers struggle with especially as transfer students or even as freshmen is that they stay where they are and they stick with the friends that they know already mm. since I didn't have anybody I didn't know anybody yeah that I wouldn't even, that wouldn't even possible for you yeah I had to get new friends right so man it, it, even a, uh, going past people that you already know I knew one person and that's what connected me to all these other new people sure yeah, so, um, I mean, you really talk about like putting yourself out there. Like, it's yeah. a risk to put yourself out there and say, For sure. I don't know anybody, but I've got to make friends. Exactly. You know, Matt, one of the things that really, and Brock, this, this was a statistic that just hurt my heart. Let's hear it. I, I mean, after a week at the University of Arkansas this year, there were more than 100 students who had come, been living in the dorms, that didn't even start class. Yeah. Because they mm. felt like they weren't connected, and they just moved back home. Wow. And, and, and there are students like that at every single school that – uh, and I'm not saying it's their fault necessarily, but they just don't connect. They, they feel like they don't have friends. And, man, a week of loneliness is detrimental. Exactly. And what mm. a word to maybe some of us who are a little more extroverted yeah. to, like, have open eyes for those people. Wow. And to invite them into what, what they're doing. Some people, I mean, kind of getting back to what you said, like, there's a point where you've just got to get out and get involved. you just got to go. You've got to be disciplined to do yeah. those things. But for those who maybe aren't, Man, maybe maybe some of us that have eyes to see those who are, are the least of these could could reach out and bring them in. That's an incredible word. Yeah. Hey, Matt, what is the last piece of wisdom or advice that you would give to a high school student transitioning into college? Man, okay, um, it would be to like we talked about earlier. Man, being involved. Uh, I know it can be hard for those that may be introverted. But if you don't get involved, I think within the first few weeks, it ruins the amount of success that you're going to have in college. And um, just because people are so important in your life, 
and it's so important to have people around you that are friends that are going to help you out whenever you get in the in the you know in the mud you get stuck in your in your college endeavors whether that's studying whether that's spiritually you need people in your life to help you out with that and and i think that pivotally that all happens within the first few weeks of college yeah so just get out there get out there man it's gonna be scary it's gonna be so scary like it's like some people are gonna think that you're way too like you know back off of me like you're way too crazy because you're putting yourself out there in front of them i i have some of my best friends now at the fayetteville is uh they thought initially that i was i was trying way too hard to make friends <laughs> like they thought well i was trying way too hard they're like this kid is crazy but then you know they're they're some of my best friends now yeah and they have helped me out through some hard times at that's awesome. so that's incredible you mentioned lead defend and how you went to lead defend as a high school student uh lead defense coming up this yeah. year um march 5th 2022 and we couldn't be more jazzed about it matt why should everybody go to lead defend Dude, everybody needs to know how to defend their faith. That's the first thing. Um, you got to have an answer for it. Maybe you don't need to know all the answers, but every time that you discover more about God's Word and how powerful it is and how true it is, man, it becomes more real that God is, is a powerful God, a just God, a loving God. And you become more confident, I believe, in gospel conversations with people. That's yep. big. So, yeah. So Lead Defend this year, March 5th, 2022. Go to leaddefend.org to sign up and we'll see you there. That's it for this episode of Lead Defend. To hear more episodes from the Lead Defend crew, visit absc.org slash podcasts. If you liked what you heard, rate and review us on your favorite podcast listening site. Want to learn more information about the next Lead Defend conference? Visit leaddefend.org.